Spirit of God. This river of the water of life, it's flowing in me, hallelujah. It's flowing in you that have accepted it, hallelujah. And all you have to do is say, Lord, of myself, I am nothing. When God shows you just what you are, he doesn't show you all your faults. He just presents himself in all his holiness. And you can't help but know that you are nothing beside God. You know that you're just the dust of the earth. And yet he dares to come and dwell in this mortal body. Hallelujah. A quickening spirit. Hallelujah. Quickening your mortal body. Quickening your soul. Making you want more of him. Man's a tripartite being. He's made of three parts. Body, soul, and spirit. And God has made provision for the whole man. Hallelujah. And it's in us. It's springing up. It's life. And this is the thing. This is the thing that cannot sin. This part of you is the part that cannot sin. And it needs to be nurtured. Because we want to go on and be pure and clean and live uprightly for him. And this is the part of it. This is the Spirit of God. This is him dwelling in us that can live the good, godly life. It's only the Jesus in us that can live the Christian life. We can't do it. But he does it. Hallelujah. He does it through us. He does it in us. It's no good coming and struggling and trying of ourselves. We've just got to let this come up. We've got to let this flow, this Holy Spirit of God. And you know, when the Spirit of God is in you, it's there all the time. God never leaves you. It's us that leave him. But he never leaves us. And when we come back to him and say, yes, Lord, live your life through me, he does it again. Hallelujah. You can go through the valley of the shadow of death. You can go through the desert. But, oh, God is there all the time. He never leaves us. Hallelujah. He's just waiting. He just wants us to say, oh, God, be real in me. Be real in me. Because when God's real in you, when God's real in me, then others get their blessing. Hallelujah. Others see it. They can't help but see it. And hallelujah. Oh, it's wonderful. This Spirit of God. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God that he came into this sin-sick world. My lost soul to reclaim. Hallelujah. I'd like to read a bit 
about a love story tonight, brother and sister. Yes. Hallelujah. About a love story. It's in Song of Solomon, chapter 2, if you want to follow it. It says, I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valleys. As the lily among the thorns, so is my love among the daughters. As the apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. He brought me in to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Oh, tonight, brother and sister, I want to say that tonight. If you don't feel love tonight, and if you can't feel the love of God in your heart tonight, God has brought you in. He's brought you into his banqueted house. Now get your, get your believing in the right place tonight, brother and sister. Get, get, oh, just take it in tonight, brother and sister. He's brought you in. Oh, bless the Lord. You haven't brought yourself here tonight, and I haven't brought myself here tonight. God has brought us. And we're not just here on chance to come and praise one another and pat each other on the back and... Uh, Come and have a good knees up, if, if you like to put it that way. We're here because the power of God has brought us here and the Spirit of God has brought us here that we might realise the reality of God in our life and the love that he's shown. You know, I thank God that I'm in my first love tonight. Henry said to me this afternoon, son, he said, how, do you, how can we possibly describe this thing which God has done? And the only way I can describe it, brother and sister, it's just like my first love. Just like my first love. That's what, that's what this, this chapter's all about. It's about first love. And you know, God is here tonight that we might have a dose of first love. Oh, bless the Lord, you know. You know, I, I can remember, uh, we were laughing this afternoon, Henry and I, about our first love. I can remember the excitement of going to meet my first love. <laughs> I can remember the excitement. And it didn't just last a few hours, it lasted years. It's still going on, hallelujah. <laughs> it, may have, it may have matured a bit, but, <laughs> but it's still going on, brother and sister. And you know, it's like that with Christ. Do you know, um, <laughs> people told me as I went on in the Christian race that I should mature. <laughs> Well, if mature means losing my first love, then I don't want to mature. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to lose that wonderful, all Shekinah glory of the love of God on my soul. Because it's the thing that makes me happy. It's the thing that makes me joyful. It's the thing that makes me overcome the things that are around me. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, and I thank God tonight for that first love. It's burning in my heart. Oh, brother and sister, if you can't feel it, oh, just reach out to God right now because he's there. He's there. He's not changed. It's you that's changed if you can't feel it. I mean it, brother and sister. I mean it. You may think you've gone on. I thought I've gone on. <laughs> but I tell you, oh, Jesus, that love. That love, that love, all oh, brother and sister, lies just waiting. He's waiting, as he says here, slay me with flagons. 
<laughs> Comfort me with apples. <laughs> For I'm sick of love. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Is left there. <laughs> His left hand is under my head and his right hand doth embrace me. Oh, bless you. Oh, can you feel it? Oh, hallelujah. It's not something I'm talking about, brother and sister. I'm not just talking about this. This is real tonight. And it's for each and every heart. Oh, bless you. I charge you, oh, ye daughters of Jerusalem. That's all us lot here. By the trees. I'm sorry, I can't read it. <laughs> by the rose and by the hinds of the field, that you stir not up nor awake my love till he please. The voice of my beloved, behold, he cometh, leaping upon the mountains, skipping upon the hills. My beloved is like a roe or a young heart. Belong, behold, he standeth behind our wall. He looketh forth at the windows, shine himself through the lattice. Oh, bless the Lord. Tonight, he shine himself through the lattice. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Now, <laughs> my beloved spake and said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. Oh, Jesus. Do you know he's saying that? He's saying that to us tonight, brothers and sisters. Um, rise up and come away. You know, we talk about the rapture and some people say, Well, will, will we go in the rapture or will I not? Well, brother and sister tonight... That call is going out tonight. And brothers and sister, you can be sure tonight whether you're going in the rapture or not. Because if you're ready to go, if this, this earth holds less for you than that, that heavenly glory, then you'll go. It's true, brother and sister, because he's calling tonight. The call, the call, is, not, the call is not something that you'll hear just once. It's something you hear daily. It's a daily call. It's not just a once and for all thing. Some people think, well, if I'm in the right place when a call comes, well, boom. But you know, it's a daily thing, brother and sister. It's a daily call to each and every one of us. Oh, for lo, the winter is past and the rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth. The time of singing of the birds is come and the voice of the turtle is heard in our land. Oh, bless the Lord. You know, I've been waiting, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this time to come. Brother and sister, this is the time, I believe, that the Lord is getting his church ready. I believe that this is the time. You know, this is the last great thing that has to happen before Jesus comes. That is that his bride might be made ready. Bless the Lord. The fig tree put his fault her green leaves, and the vine with tender grapes give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. 
You know, the fig tree, I, if I go back in my history a bit, I think, remember, it speaks of the Jews. It's putting forth its green branches. Bless the Lord. Oh, my dove, that, that are in the cleft of the rock, in the secret place of the stairs. Let me see thy countenance. Let me hear the vo thy voice, for sweet is thy voice, and thy countenance is comely. Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. You know, it's the little foxes that do it. It's not the big things. It isn't. It's the little foxes. They get in and they take, they take of the sweetness of the spirit. They rob you. But you know, tonight we have somebody that can keep us from that. My beloved is mine and I am his. He feedeth among the lilies until the day break and our shadows flee away. Turn, my beloved, and be thou like a roe or a young heart upon the mountains of Bethel. Bless the Lord. Well, I'm glad tonight to say it's not my strength, not my power, but it's by God's Spirit tonight that we are in the place that we are. And I thank God tonight it's possible to be in our first love brother and sister is something that's personal is something that we can only do with God himself it's not a collective thing but brother and sister it's the most marvelous thing that can happen to any one of us that we might love God and that he might love us and that we might know he loves us oh bless you brother and sister Introducing the Scotch brothers and sisters. Can we all come on the platform of Scotch folk? Come on. Yeah, hallelujah. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Yeah. Isn't it good to feel the Spirit of God here? Yeah. Huh? Many of you may be not sure what kind of spirit you're listening to, and I want to tell you something about us. I just like it to or maybe a little bit of an accent, and we think that you speak funny, and you think we speak funny. But I'll tell you something to do. Try our spirits tonight. You see, try the spirits and see who sent us here, and see who's ministering to you. And if you get a neg negative response to trying the spirits, don't listen to a word that we say, or don't listen to a, a song that we sing. But I'll tell you something. If you get a positive response to trying our spirits, listen, you listen to what God has got to say to you. Because you can't take anybody at face value. Oh, we've been led up the garden path so much. Huh? Have, you, have you been led up? And I'll tell you something, folks. It's people that love God with their whole heart. God wants us to try the Spirit. We are Holy Spirit people, and we must try the Spirit to see who's speaking to us. Oh, we heard the brother about the, the pulpits. Listen, if we try the Spirit, we'll be all right. We're Holy Ghost people, and we should be able to try the Spirit. Oh, I don't listen to anything. I sometimes think it's because we're a, we're, we're, it's our nature, our, our canny Scots people, you know.
But I believe as we travel all over the world and all different parts, I believe it's for everybody. Not only for Scots people to try the spirits and be canny for what we listen to, but English people. English people need to try the spirit as well as the Scottish people. And I'm inviting you tonight, wherever you're, wherever you're hearing the sound of my voice, whether you're in the hall tonight or whether it's coming through the tape, listen, I want you to try the spirit of our songs. I want you to try the spirit of what we're saying and see if it adds up in God's word. And if it doesn't add up in God's word, don't listen to me. Now that's fair enough, isn't it? Amen? So we're just so thankful to be here tonight and so thankful to, to be among such a, a group of lovely people. And you know, I don't know about you, but every time the Spirit moves in a meeting, there just comes a softness over me. And I don't know what happens. I begin to cry and just, oh, Father. That wonderful flow begins to flow from me. And I'll tell you, there's something about the softness. Soft and pliable in the Master's hand. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Listen, folks. We're getting too old. As I look around the congregation and see some of the folks that I know, I've known for going on 25 years, maybe 30 years. Listen, we haven't time to be caught up with things it's not real. I don't want nothing to do with stuff it's not real. Nah, listen, my soul demands reality and English people tonight you're the same as us you need reality and reality will speak more to you than anything else but uh, I must say that I feel the love of Jesus I feel the love coming from you and I just pray that the Lord will the Holy Spirit will protrude that love from me of a pure Jesus love. A pure Jesus love. Are you listening to me? Listen, we've got our loves mixed up in the past. Hey, Alec, watch what you... We've, I'm a straight talker, you know that? Who well knows me? Ah, we get our loves mixed up if we don't watch, if we don't try the Spirit. Listen, we're not a bunch of nuts, you know. This is for wise men, wise people. And this glory way, this Holy Ghost way, this Jesus way, whatever, whatever name you want to take on to it, listen, me, whatever you feel, listen, we must just let the Holy Spirit have his way and, and oh my, 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 my. And it's so good to be with you. Oh my, my. I don't know, I'm just so overcome and Many of you know me, and this is the first time for many years that I've felt led of the Spirit to travel outside of Scotland. This is the first time that I could have said I've gotten God's, God, God's amen to move. 
many folk all over England and all over Ireland and all over different places has invited us. But you know, I've had a longing. I've had a desire Amen. to come and meet with you folk. Yes, you know that? Just to encourage you. And if you, if when you encourage me, I encourage you. And we just flow together. And a lovely flow of the Holy Spirit. And oh, folks, this is a love way. Uh-huh. This is a love way, and this is why so many opposition has tried to come along. They've tried to knock us down. They've tried everything that they could manage. But let me tell you, there is a remnant. There is a people that are going to take their stand. Amen. And listen, I believe the time is now that we as Holy Ghost people that love the Lord with our whole heart and love to worship the Lord, we must take our stand for what we believe and go on. No bitterness attached to it. Listen, if there's bitterness in our hearts, we're wrong. We must have that love spirit. Yes? But in reality, we must take our stand and say, this is what my word says. Oh, yes, we still believe in the word of God. Amen? And we thank God tonight that he's a man of his word. One of these days I've been watching you all rejoicing there. And as I stood in the, sat on the platform, I looked out and I said, Well, Lord, one of these days a whole lot of these people are going to be dancing on the streets of glory. Yeah. Oh, we're going to be dancing on the streets of glory. But you know something? You know why we're going to be there? Because his word said it. And when we reach him and he takes us by the hand and he presents us. It's wonderful to be presented. He's going to present us and he's going to, we're going to feel that nail pierced hand. And then we're going to turn around and we're just going to say, Lord, you're a man of your word. You see, we've been so much involved with Israel at the home. Many people have been in Israel and they're, they're getting up tours and they're going to Israel. But one Jewish man I spoke to, he, he was visiting me. And as I shook hands with him, there was a rough piece in his hand. I said, hey, brother, what's that? what happened to your hand? Had you an accident? You know. He says, no, he says, uh, my people are covenant-keeping people. I said, yeah? I, I said, what's that? He says, well, I'll tell you how it happens. He says, we are a business people, and to show other people that we are a man of our word, we quickly call cut the covenant. We've cut a slit in our hands, and we mix our blood. But he said, we don't stop there. We take the dirt off the road, and we just rub it in. So that when the cut heals up, there's a ridge at each side. Huh? You're not with me. That was just last year I met this brother. But oh, I'll tell you, the Holy Spirit took it home to me. Uh-huh. 
when he takes me by the hand and he presents me faultless. I'm going to take a hold of that hand and I'm going to say, Lord Jesus, thank you tonight. You're a man of your word. And folks, whatever his word says, he's able to perform it. And as we stand on the word of God tonight, listen, glory people, we stand in the word of God, we cannot go wrong. With that quickened spirit, eh? and as that living word protrudes to us, mm, I tell you folks, we're on the right road. Eh? I tell you, there's so much stuff going about in church today. Eh? Oh, so much stuff going about. Stuff. It's so near that it's taken the Spirit of God to discern the truth from the error. Glory people, let me warn you. Listen, let's take our stand. Let's get stuck into your word. The word of God is there to lead and guide us. I'm telling you, when you can't get no guidance, Let's get stuck into our word and I'll say, listen, but the Holy Spirit will bleed and guide you and you won't belong and say, hey, brother, sister, that's beautiful stuff you're trying to tell me, but I don't want nothing to do with it. Anything it takes away from the blood is no good to me. I don't know about you English people tonight, but anything it takes away from the precious blood of Jesus that cleanses me from all sin. I want nothing to do with it. Oh, hallelujah.
has been 14 years away from us in the far country but thank God tonight he's back been back for a year now and God has wonderfully restored the years that the locust has eaten he's the God of the second chance do you believe that he's the God of the third choice and all he's the God of the fourth chance that's my Jesus. Come on, Brother George. Now listen, folks. I want to tell you something. If I cry, cry with me, will you? Because I can tell you something. This, for a start, this is my cousin all across. Now, during the time that I was back in the world, I had one of the best bonds that there was in Peterhead. I had a, a band. Of course, it was my band. And uh, the name, he doesn't know, but the name of the band was The Second Chance. You get me? What I, he just said, he's a god of The Second Chance. You understand what I mean? He doesn't know the name of my band. It was The Second Chance. You see, well, anyway, uh, I've been going on with the Lord. I, I belonged to a church, uh, I don't know if you know it, and it was a Pentecostal church, but it was an apostolic church, and we eventually had to come out of it because of different strange doctrines and so on, and began to creep in. Well, not so much doctrines, but uh, tenets and so on. And so, doctrines are men then, you see. Anyway, we come out and I first met Henry, I think it was, how long ago, about 20 years ago, Henry? Was it? It was about, about 20, 20 odd years ago. Now, uh, he came along and I was set free. And the revelation that I had, it was, I can tell you, at the time I thought it was second to none. The, the revelation that I was getting through the Spirit, I was so filled with the Spirit and so on, had some tremendous experiences with God. And. To everybody in Peterhead, when, when I turned my back on God, they would have said, oh, I'm George Cameron, but, but the, the, the all, everybody calls me Joe, you see. Everybody would have said, no, 
Jobak never. But let him that thinketh he stands take care lest he fall. You see, and, and the, 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 the things that I experienced in the spirit and the revelation that I got at the time was so tremendous. I, I, well, for one, one, uh, one of the times I danced and I sang and I wept and I, and I, I laughed for three days and three nights and was so drunk in the spirit I couldn't get sober in the spirit. For three days and three nights I never slept. My wife's there. Is that true? She kicked me out of the bed for laughing. She says, she says, she says I can't get to sleep with you. Kick me out of the bed. And then I turned my back on God. Slept up. And for one mistake, for a sake of two minutes down on my knees, I said, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And the next day it wore into a week. And the weeks wore into months. I'll do it next month. And the months wore into years. And I've been 14 years away. 14 years. Not praise the Lord. I don't give the, 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 the Lord praise for me being away. I, I don't mean Noel, brother, but you understand what I mean? I can tell you I went through 14 years of hell. My family was split up, and I eventually ended up as an alcoholic. I ended up as an alcoholic. My wife was away from me. My children wouldn't speak to me. I was walking three to four miles into my work, and three to four miles back home again, because I didn't have the price of the bus fare and Peterhead for my work. I couldn't even buy a paper. I'd been putting home from my work twice through drink. And God delivered me. And two seconds flat. I, I had been going back and forth to the, to the Alcoholics Anonymous. And I was coming out of their meetings and drinking a half bottle of whiskey, just pouring a whole lot in the mug and drinking it over and going down for another half bottle. I was carrying it into my work. Everywhere I went, I had drink with me. And I'd got a phone number to go and phone if I was the worst, if I tried to break it, you know, and I was getting the worst of the deal, you know, and you began to get the shit. Uh, not just shakes with having a weekend on the booze. I'm speaking about shakes with being an alcoholic. And anybody who's been will know what I'm speaking about. You go through hell, I can tell you. And I was going through hell this morning, trying to break it after I'd been to the Alcoholics Anonymous the night before. And I got this phone number to go and phone if I was going through it. And I was going through hell right enough that morning. And I was halfway through the factory. The factory's about a half mile, you know, in, in length all through the factory. And I was halfway through the factory. And the Lord spoke to me and he says, hey, where are you going? I'm here. I says, oh Lord, I says, I'm going away to somebody It's probably worse than myself to go and phone them to come and help me. I said, Lord, I'm coming to you now. And I went right back to my machine, and I put my hands on the machine. I says, Lord, 
Only you can help me deliver me now, Jesus. And I mean business with you, Lord. You can't tell Jesus lies, you know. You can, you can cheat anybody else, but you can't cheat him. When you mean business with him, he means business with you. And you know I was delivered like that. I was, I was delivered like that. I went right from the machine, and I went over to the man that was working the other machines. And not one of them saved, but I said, hey boys, wait a minute, I want to tell you something. Jesus has just delivered me from drink. Get away, you such and such idiot. You be down the road at dinner time as usual. Dinner time I was down the road, yes. Down to see my sister, and I got a three-course meal, the first that I had for about five or six weeks. Testifying to her that the Lord had come into my, and delivered me. And that's just over a year ago, October. And what the Lord told me was this. Now listen, the thing is, you can be led by a wrong voice. Try the spirits, whether it be of God or not. You've got, you've got a guide, and you've got a guide. If you're not reading your word, you should be. If you're born again, you'll know what I mean. It's your bread. And I was well read, I can tell you. I read my Bible three, four times a day. Not because I have to, but because I love it. Hallelujah. It's my, it's my bread. Hallelujah. And the, the, the Spirit said to me, Joe, seek ye first my kingdom and my righteousness not your righteousness my righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you all other things shall be added unto you but seek first the kingdom of God and my righteousness what about my wife Lord that's not your problem you get on with me I've told you I'll add all things to you what about my children, Lord? That's not your problem. You give them to me long ago. That's my problem. All right, Lord, I says, I'll put you first. And all things. And just over a year, my wife is restored back to me. My children are restored back to me. I have two cars. I've got a home, but I've also got a boarding house. Well, it's, it's my home, but it's a boarding house too. You're looking at a miracle. Amen. Amen. God is a God. God is bang up the dead. He's a God of miracles. And I'm telling you, when God does a thing, he doesn't do it by halves. And I tell you, and it's still the same today. Now listen, I'm not magnifying the gifts. I'm magnifying the giver. Immediately I'm bound down to houses and lands. I'm wrong. I'm not taking the, the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. So God has shown me and I'm still the same man as I was a year ago when God said to me, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. Don't go after the additions. Go after him, the lover of your soul. I can tell you, he's real. Yeah. Now listen, I've seen people being prayed for and nothing happening. I've seen 
people, it's, it's sins have been prayed for and nothing happening. But when you're real with God, make no mistake, He knows your heart. You see, I can con you, I could con all you people and tell you a bunch of lies. I could con the whole world, I could even cheat my wife. But you can't cheat the King of Kings. At, at New Year time, we hold Hogmanay. You've heard of that, haven't you? We, we, we Hogmanay. See, well, in the world, they all take in drink, you know, spirits and whiskey, gin, you name it, it's all there. And our husband, at the moment, isn't, well, he hasn't made a confession. And he takes in, he's the head of the home, you see, and he takes in this into the home and he gives every. Well, he'd had this in the home, and I was staying with her, and she, I didn't realize it, but I couldn't go to the toilet. When I went to the toilet, she was at the door watching me, and, where are you going, where are you going? I'm just going to the toilet. I was awake or two before I realized, she's following me everywhere. I couldn't get peace. She was believing for me the other way, wasn't she? You get there. So anyway, hi. I says, dear me, what's this? I says, oh well. I says, you know, Gina, I'm delivered. She says, no, oh yes. So what are you falling? I'm not falling you, I'm not falling you. All right, so we were invited down to our, our oldest son's house for our Christmas dinner. So, I was so fed up with this. We got our Christmas dinner and so on, and, and the, the son took us, uh, our husband and me, through into the next room, and they were washing the dishes, and Vajing, she never washed the dishes so quick in all her life. She just threw them like a shot to see what I was doing. So, of course, our son had out the bottle of, uh, what's the name of it again? One of the best sherrys, uh, Coburn's? Coburn's sherry. And, uh, yes, Dad, what do you want? So, I'll take a Coburn's. And he'd one of that big glasses, you know, with a lovely stem and big, great big things. You know what I mean? Lovely glasses. He says to me, what do you want, Joe? I says, fill it up the top. Right to the top. So he poured in some. And her face was, you know? He filled it right to the top. And I said, look, I don't want this. I don't need to prove to myself. I said, but I've got to get this sister of mine off my back. I said, now listen, you two, father and son. I said, the very best thing you can do is to take Jesus Christ into your heart and in your life and to prove, prove to you under her, I'm not an alcoholic, I'm delivered. I drank a lot. Now you know what that means to an alcoholic, it's not delivered. That was the finish of me if I wasn't delivered. And that's the last drink that I had. Last Christmas. That's the last drink that I had. And uh, she's convinced now that her brother's all clear, aren't you? Amen. Amen. Go Hallelujah. on. Hallelujah. Would you like no. to sing for us? Are you going to sing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I've been saved for 16 years. And I could truly say it's the 16, 16 happiest years of my life. Thank you, my lovely Jesus. I don't know where I would have been tonight if it hadn't been for the love of God. 
Jesus. He delivered me from smoking, and uh, I, I was uh, I smoked for about six months, and I was working with this woman, and every time she come, I come back from the toilet for having a smoke. She says, "Oh, Gina," and I feel right, right convicted, you know. She was a Christian, and but I couldn't stop smoking. So this night in the meeting, I, George said to me, "What's wrong with you tonight?" And I says, "I feel dirty. I can't stop smoking, and uh, I can't enter in." You know, I didn't think that at first when I was newly saved, but this time went on. I felt it. I went. I had to get rid of this dirty habit. So uh, he said to me, whether after the meeting I'll pray for you. So after the meeting was finished, he came over and laid hands on me. And I hadn't received uh, my baptism. So he said to me, come on, speak your tongues. I said, I can't. He says, you can. So he started praying in tongues and praying for me. And all of a sudden, the, the flow, the, I got the baptism. And he says, no, every time you want to smoke, Go into your bedroom and speak in tongues. And that's how I was delivered. Thank you, Jesus. The things that I love and hold dear to my heart are just brothers. 